very good afternoon to you from Barry Aldous. How are you? I hope all's well. Welcome to the show. Here we go again. Radio Luxembourg. Yeah, he's finished. Hey, that's good stuff, huh? Bit of solid gold for you now on the Barry Aldous show. A blast back to the past. With the Doobie Doobie Doobies, the Doobie Brothers. Long train running. All right, you are listening to Our City Radio, but what you just heard was the voice of a famous radio DJ on Radio Luxembourg called Barry Aldis. And I am joined by my first guest of the morning today, Jeanette Aldis, who's in the studio with me. Good morning, Jeanette. Good morning. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. Well, thank you very much for coming in today to talk to us about Barry Aldis, who we just heard. Um, but I've got a little story. When I'm in the UK these days and I tell people that I work for a radio station in Luxembourg, quite often the first reaction I get is people go, oh, Radio Luxembourg, which is a, a totally understandable reaction, uh, especially amongst uh, maybe older people, because Radio Luxembourg was a, a really important and very uh, influential radio station that broadcast uh, for years from right here in Luxembourg. And Barry Aldis, who we just heard, is your dad. Right, rightly so. <laughs> Do you want to tell us a little bit more about what Radio Luxembourg was? Okay, um, well, Radio Luxembourg was actually the very first commercial radio station in Europe, known as Station of the Stars. It was famous 208, a medium wave frequency. It was an expression of freedom and liberty for a whole generation in Western as well in Eastern Europe, and therefore had a major impact on society, especially in the 50s and 60s. Well, in simple terms, it just made rock music popular. And Dad, he was one of them. Can you imagine? Dad had um, a show called The Top 20. Mm -hmm. 12 million listeners tuned in. Who can say that today of a radio presenter? I mean, I know I certainly can't. (laughs) But uh, it was so powerful. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's quite amazing. It really was listened to by people all over. Um, and the DJs from Radio Luxembourg were extremely famous people. I they, mean, your your dad used to go on tours as well, didn't he? And right, he went of... tours. Well, uh, you could say he, he was a maker or break of hits. I mean, people came well, mostly from England, but even from, from the States, to, to get records played, the records published. Uh, publishers, the pluggers, sorry, they came. Mm. In Norway, yes, he was on tour and uh, a little anecdote. So he was there at the same time as uh, Roger Moore and I was told uh, they were both on stage at the same time and for my dad, the the fans, they were just so excited because they wanted to see him in real flesh and blood because they knew the voice. Uh They wanted to see him in person. Roger Moore, they knew from James Bond. (laughs) (laughs) That's a little anecdote, so... So he was, he was rubbing shoulders with the stars, and I mean, yes. he was a star himself. Um, how long was he a DJ on Radio Luxembourg? Well, he came over from, uh, from Australia, st- stayed in uh, London a bit, and then he got the job at Radio Luxembourg. Started off in um, uh, December 1957, stayed until 1966. And then he had the opportunity to go to London to be a part of the first team of Radio One. And uh, so we stayed there for 10 years, and then, well, he felt drawn back to Luxembourg and he came back and he was back on Radio Luxembourg until the end. Okay. And uh, were you born here in Luxembourg? I was born, but we lived uh, in London. So I grew up in London. Okay. Um, And what kind of memories do you have of the time that your dad was a a DJ on Radio Luxembourg? Oh, okay. Memories. Well, 
many memories are actually him not being there because he was <laughs> working. But okay, when I was very, very small, my very first memory. So I was kind of crawling around at home and I heard this voice. And I was looking for dad and I thought, oh, I found him, I found him. And there was this box and I was knocking on the box and saying, come out. And he didn't. Then my mum came to take me away and I just cried. Oh, so, so you'd heard him on the radio and you I'd, thought that he was yes, inside. Oh. I thought he was inside. And, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then, oh, okay, a little bit later, um, well, he wrote several, several songs. He was also a jazz pianist. But for us, for my brother and I, he wrote a lullaby. So before tucking us into bed, he played that, that I remember. And then going to outings and, um, well... Uh, and when he had special openings like um, Peter Pan opening at the London Palladium or Donkey Derby in King- Kingston mm-hmm. or other things, so he took us along. And did you did you have people kind of uh, when they realised who your dad was going? Oh my God, Barry Aldis, that's 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 your dad, or was it? Well, around that- around me, no, because well, we kind of lived parallel lives. I had my my life growing up as a child, you know, school mm-hmm. school problems and. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it was only actually later teenage years when back in Luxembourg um, where I was fortunate to, to also be with the other DJs and when there were little parties at their homes, sometimes I was allowed to go along. And um, yes, and when several stars came, um, I could, well, visit them, <laughs> meet them actually. So that was nice. Um, and I mean, Radio Luxembourg actually, it was kind of... Uh, picked up as the blueprint for a lot of the the pirate stations in in um the uk during the 1960s it was uh, a really kind of it was one of the first places to play rock and roll music and break that kind of youth culture in the 60s as well um do you know what kind of music was your dad playing uh, on the show okay so we're going we're speaking about decades here so in the mm. be- beginning i mean uh from paul anker petula clark perry como uh sarah vaughan elvis of course frank sinatra then going a bit later uh, Cliff Richard, Beatles, Rolling Stones. I mean, you must understand that during this period, uh, Radio Luxembourg helped launch these groups and um, launch their careers. Yeah, uh, yeah, their, their careers. It, it was amazing. It was um, so powerful. We've got a listener writing in, actually. It says, have you followed in his footsteps and become a DJ too? <laughs> oh, uh, I haven't thought of that. What do you think? <laughs> Let me know after. Um, all right. Uh, and I mean, so... Like you said, millions of people were listening to Radio mm. Luxembourg, um, and uh, the stories that you hear is, um, a lot of are people um, kind of, you know, taking their transistor radios to bed with them, oh, and right, yeah. uh, you know, mm. listening in secret because they weren't they, their parents didn't want them tuning into this like um, rebellious rock music that was coming over from this station in Luxembourg. Mm. Um, and the reason I bring that up is because another reason that you're in today is because you've actually produced a song. In memory of your dad, that's called Under the Covers. Under the Covers, right. Which I guess must be alluding to this kind of tradition of children in their bedrooms listening to Radio Luxembourg at night. Um, Do you want to tell us about the song? Okay, the song. Uh, Under the Covers. Well, I felt, well, dad's life was all around music. So I really felt I wanted to also do something in that direction and um, translate my childhood memories into a song. And with the help of... um, uh, co-writer Robert Severin in Scotland. Um, the lyrics came, and then yes, with the help of then Fred Cannon in uh, the States, Nashville, Tennessee, we got actually a song out under the covers. A beautiful. Um, I relate to it, and also many other people relate to it, as you said, because 
they were in bed or they had to go to bed and they took their little trannies. Um, what made me choose Robert Severin as co-writer? Simply because his story was his parents were refugees from Hungary. He arrived in Scotland and he listened to my dad under the covers with his Soviet transistor radio given to him by his grandmother. I mean, oh, wow. Yeah, that's a little story. And actually, I just put brackets here. I was on Radio Arrow 30 years ago. That makes me old, doesn't it? Oh. For a book I wrote called Under the Bedclothes. Now, Under the Bedclothes is the English version of Under the Covers, which is American. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I was doing research, it was the whole, it was same generations, they were listening to my dad under the bedclothes. So that was for the book. And now I have the song and okay, my, so my heart is at peace now. And you were, you were on Radio Ara 30 years yes, ago? Yes, yes. Oh, it right. was Jimmy Beaver. Yes, that was, you know, a year that must have been That must have been right when the station started. Because exactly. we celebrated 30 years at yes. Radio Ara this year. And it would have been in the city centre. Exactly, um, near the palace. Yeah, above. Uh, right above, uh, yeah, yeah, going upstairs. I remember that. Okay, wow. <laughs> oh, okay, so it's, uh, it's a return to Radio Ara. A for return. You. That's quite amazing. <laughs> Um, so you've also written a book. Uh, yeah. Mm. But now uh, you you have this song which has just come out. Do you want to tell us a bit about, uh, like, what was the process of, it, of of making it? Like, how, you know, how did you kind of put it together and where was it produced? Okay. Um, so the starting point was I had these lyrics and then had to search for an artist. And there's a, from David Stark, song link. So through him... Um, on his platform, uh, I got l- loads of um, uh, correspondence, and then I chose, like I said, Robert Severin through his story. We connected, and then yes, after that we said, "Oh, yeah, we need a musician." <laughs> Not so easy to, I mean, put to, uh, to find. And yes, I got uh, rerouted to the states. And first of all, Fred Cannon. Well, I want. I like talking to people. I wanted to phone him. He wasn't interested in f- talking to me. He just said, "Oh, s- send me what you have." So I did that. Uh, email back and forth, and then said, "Oh, I'll put my best musician on it, John Carr in London." So waited, and then after a while, said, "We have a project." Then he was ready to talk to me. Okay. And little anecdote because uh, it was quite amazing. So I had this video chat with him, and we. In the beginning, he said, well, Janet, do you know who I am? And I said, mm, well, I didn't really look you up because I didn't want to be intimidated by what's behind you. So behind him were loads of golden discs. And he got up and said, oh, these? Oh, let me show you the rest and the whole corridor full of discs. So Freddie oh. Cannon, who is in fact Sir Fred uh, Cannon, um, he, he's today he's 82 years old, but he's, he's very big in the music industry. His work with, you know, Elton John, um, um, Michael Jackson, Taylor Swift. Yes. Oh, now, wow. So now he's little really Janet. Producer, producer for the stars. And, right. he's, and he's put this, he's produced this song for he, you. Yes. He wanted to be my publisher. and Well, he asked me and I said yes, gratefully. And um, he's doing it um, as a uh, tribute to Barry Aldis and uh, for Radio Luxembourg. Okay, brilliant. Well, um, it's it's really amazing that you've that you've put this all together um, in memory of your father. Uh, I mean, what a great tribute! Should we should we hear the song? Oh, lovely! Yeah. Yes. All right, I'm going to play it now. I hear you on the airwaves. You were everybody's friend. The world at your microphone each night from eight till ten. 
Along from my home comforts, but my school days had no end. Endless weeks of waiting till we meet again. I dream of seaside stories, golden castles in the sand. The taste of summer ice cream from the sky blue van. The way you tell your stories, the tales of far off lands. The feel of that warm glow when you held my The Barry Aldis Project, featuring John Carr with Under the Covers, a song about the famous radio DJ Barry Aldis, who was a presenter on Radio Luxembourg. Um, and I've got Janet Aldis, his um, daughter, with me in the studio right now, and she produced that song um, uh, along with, sorry, what was the name of the producer? I can't remember his name. Uh, okay, uh, uh, Fred Cannon. It was Fred uh, Cannon, through yeah. a Creative and Dreams Music Network. Okay, that's um, uh, a brilliant song. You can hear the the lyrics there under the covers with my radio, ma- uh, making believe that you were talking directly yeah. to me. And a lot of people will have felt that kind of personal relationship mm. with your dad. You know, listen to his voice every day um, on such an influential station, as we've said. Mm. Um, so I believe that that song is currently um, it's, it's currently in a chart in the UK on the radio yes, station, well, isn't it? I had no idea. Well, actually, I got this phone call from Fred Ken and said, oh, Janet, it's in the Heritage Chart Show. It's, it's in the UK. And I was in right. And um, um, this was uh, created by Mike Reed. Mike Reed was a former uh, Radio Luxman DJ as well. And uh, yes, right now, this week, it's at number 16. So if you do like the, the song, oh, please vote for it. It's on uh, heritagechart.co.uk. Okay, so people can go there and vote yes, for the song. every right. week, and let's just see All what, right, what guys, happens. <laughs> come on, let's help, uh, let's help um, the, Gary, the Barry Aldis project get up the chart by going to heritagechart.com and voting for it. Uh, heritagechart.co.uk. .co.uk, thank you. Um, 
Okay, brilliant. And I'm, I'm sure that people will be listening to this and thinking, you know, the story of Radio Luxembourg and of Barry Aldis sounds really interesting. And they'll, they'll probably, you know, a lot of people, I'm sure, will want to find out more. Where can they go and find more information? I'm sure uh, the book that you've written might be a good place to start, but, but where else? Okay, the book, yes, it's out of print at the moment, but uh, if there's lots of interest, yes, of course, uh, I can uh, have it re-edited. Um, well, on websites... Um, on the internet? <laughs> on the do, internet. Do some Googling. Oh, I've done Googling, mm. and I must say there's some... Yeah, also there's misinformation. I mean, okay. uh, one one particular <laughs> website, uh, it's not actually his photo, it's, it's someone else's photo. <laughs> oh, right. But... Normally you get the right information, but it, it can happen. But the Norwegians, oh, they're great because he was he was um, known as King of Norway. He was so big oh, in, in Norway. Particularly he, popular there. Very popular. He even got a silver billion disc. And without my knowing, I mean, they they put so much information also about my book and next. I, I had no idea, but there's a lot out there. <laughs> well, um, that clip that I, I played a little earlier was uh, was just from YouTube and there's, there's a lot of stuff about Radio Luxembourg yes, on there. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, finally, I believe there is a bit of a project in the works to kind of document yes. the history of the radio station. Yes, exactly. Uh, currently, there's a research uh, um, and transmedia documentary project on the history of Radio Luxembourg going on uh, by historian and filmmaker Dominique Santana, produced by Bernard Michaud from Samsa Film and also with CNA, Centre National de l'Audiovisuel. And we'd re you see, uh, Radio Luxembourg needs to be kept on in people's memories. It's for the next generation. We have to do something uh, to keep this alive. And in the UK, there's Lynn Rothwell. Uh, she's got all the contacts and material from the, the big 208 family out there. So this is a major project, which... Okay is in development brilliant uh, well i'm looking forward to to seeing that when it's ready and when it's yes. out um janet thank you so much for coming in today to talk to us about uh, your father and the and showing sharing that song with us thank you uh, had another message in from listener saying interesting life story big thanks to barry for his legacy oh thank you that that really that's heartfelt thank you so much uh, i'm gonna end this interview now with the song that we heard uh, your dad introducing just there in that little clip this is a doobie brothers oh. with long train running <laughs> um thanks a lot janet thank you
Doobie Brothers with Long Train Running. A song that was played on Radio Luxembourg by Barry Aldis. And big thank you to Janet Aldis, his daughter, for coming in to talk to us today and for sharing the song under the covers with us. Remember, you can vote for it in the Heritage Chart um, show in the UK. The website is www.heritagechart.co.uk. I'll be including the link to that in the recording of this interview, which will be going up on our website shortly after the show. It's time for the international news.